0: So, my brothers and sisters, just to recap last week, um, it was an incredible Holy Week here at St. Monica. And on Easter Sunday morning at the nine thirty mass, it, it astounded me. We had a thousand people in this church. I don't know how we did it. I wouldn't tell the fire marshals that, but there were not there was a thousand people here. And then we had another thousand people outside in the parking lot for a second liturgy. Uh, and 3000 people watching us on live stream 5000 people for one of the liturgies here at St. Monica that just is it's beyond my thinking to be honest with you so grateful to god that we have this incredible opportunity to gather together to be together now we're a little thinner than that this sunday easter <laughs> week after but it's okay people people are coming they're they're looking for that gift of the risen lord and you know the fact of the matter is brothers and sisters we all need that confidence we need to know that this christ is here and with us and is directing us and guiding us and all will be well you may not think so and there's stuff that's swirling in my mind and, and i'm sure in your minds But somehow, we have to believe that all will be well. Christ is risen. He's here. He's with us and loves us. So today's gospel on Mercy Sunday is a powerful gospel. He comes to a locked room. Why do you think it was locked? it was locked because these disciples they were scared out of their wits what had happened to Jesus this horrible killing of Jesus Christ somehow they felt they were next that the faith that fell on Jesus was going to happen to them And so they were sure to make every possible effort to stay separated and distanced and disconnected and locked. All of us have those fears. We fear, I don't know what we fear. We fear the future, I guess. We fear things that are unknown. We conjure up all kinds of stuff in our, our minds and our hearts. So we're like the disciples. We're not different. And Jesus breaks through that room. Goes right in there. As he does to us. Breaks through our fears. And he says something to the disciples that is incredibly powerful you would think he would have said, where were you? Why weren't you with me? Why did you run? You promised that you would stay with me. I was alone. The greatest suffering was my loneliness in that tragic time of death. He said none of that. He goes into that room filled with fear, and says to the disciples, Shalom. Shalom. Shalom isn't just a happy feeling. Shalom is that inner harmony, that inner peace of mind that says to us, our God is with us. All will be well. We're loved by our God. He embraces us. He understands our fears. He certainly understands our wounds. Because right after the shalom, he shows them his hands and his side. Now you would have thought that this Christ would at least come healed. Healed of the wounds of his crucifixion. But he didn't he wants to make sure that they understand and that we understand that it's the wounds of Christ that make us in harmony with our Savior because they're also our wounds those wounds were caused by our sin and our afflictions and our addictions and our struggles and they're ours. And we recognized him. The disciples and I, you and I, we recognize him in the wounds. When, they shows us, when he shows his hands and his side, that's when we believe that this is the Christ, the crucified, who bears our sin and reminds us that we also are a wounded people but brothers and sisters just as the disciples recognized Jesus in the wounds we must do the same we must recognize we must recognize the person of Jesus in our wounds in our struggles in the mistakes we make. That's where Jesus is most apparent in our lives, because that's where we need him most. And brothers and sisters, he says then to the disciples, you go out, and you do the same. You bring that shalom, that that peace, That belief that Jesus is is right here with us every step of the way and all will be well. Bring that to the wounded, to the people who are on the peripheries, to the people who need us most, to people that have been accused, to people who are struggling with an addiction, to people who have made... Crazy mistakes in life and are going through a a divorce or a separation or a loss or an illness or something in life. All of us, all of us, to bring to them shalom. Would it not be wonderful, brothers and sisters, if each day we would wake up And say to ourselves you know i'll probably make some money today i'll probably be recognized for something i do i'll probably do my best to make a difference but is there someone today someone wounded in need of hearing those words, that somehow, some way, I can bring that shalom, that peace to someone. Could you think about that? Make that somehow a little more of an intention in our minds, because my brothers and sisters, this world is, it's dark. Look at Louisville again this week. I mean, it's every single week. Huge tragedies in our nation. Wars and killings and division. We're wounded. And we need, you and I need to be people that leave our communities today Filled with the realization that in our woundedness, in our struggle, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is right there, right with us, will guide us and direct us and help us and heal us. And then he tells us you turn right around. And you bring that shalom, that peace, that healing. To this world if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen because of you and me we're responsible we're really responsible to bring that that great gift Thomas wasn't there God love him but when he returned when he was back in the community, aha, back in the community, he then did believe. And he makes one of the most incredible proclamations of faith. My Lord and my God. So brothers and sisters, that's our message today. I say to you, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom.